Hey, Jason. Hey, hey. Mitch. Hey, you know what you guys should be worried about? What? China. I'm Tim. <laughs> I'm Mitch. I'm China. I mean, I'm Jason. Oh, boy. So, the Chinese stole another game. Oh, boy. What did they steal this time, Jason? Uh, Clicker Heroes. Apparently, the game was been uh, trademarked in the United States first. And I don't know if it was everywhere else. I don't, I, I don't quite understand that part of it. Part I do understand is apparently a Chinese company poached their game and their trademark, and then the actual company got their game banned from the App Store. But then subsequently they got their game back, but not in China. Some pretty next level stuff, man, to get to get someone's entire game banned after you've stolen their intellectual property. Yeah. It's uh that's got to be really like a nightmare scenario too, depending because not only I mean, been one thing if they just banned it in China and then their revenue didn't really stop in the other territories, but for like how long was it? A week or so? They didn't have any revenue coming in for their game. That's pretty scary. Yeah, like it's almost a week is what they yeah, and they said they said they updated it on Friday, May twenty fourth, saying that it's going to take another one to three days for them to be back. So yeah, almost an entire week. Yeah, so, you know, they're not making any money off of someone who stole their shit. It's pretty so annoying. how did that all go down? Like, someone, the game was out, and it's been out for a while, and then someone in China was like, oh, that's, we registered the patent, and then went to Apple and said, hey, look, that's our game? Or, like, you can't use that title? Or is that what happened? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So here's here's the timeline, is... They've been, they had been using the game with the, with the exact same, uh, with the exact same name in Chinese since 2014. And they have like a example in their post. And then the company registered the exact same trademark in 2015, almost three months after they had already been using the name in China. And, uh, and so, and then recently, Five years later, I guess they're just all of a sudden saying that doing a legal battle and saying that uh, clicker the the real clicker heroes is infringing on their trademark. But okay, so but just to clarify, so the real clicker heroes still came out first, and then there's the Chinese game company that copied it and also called it Clicker Heroes in Chinese. That's correct in. In Chinese, but in was Chinese. Clicker, but was Clicker Heroes also in China? Yeah, at the time. So at, two, at at some point in time, up until the lawsuit or whatever, there were two games called Clicker Heroes in China. One that came out, and then one that copied the one that came out, and then the one that copied the one that came out. Yep, basically said no. That's our name because they registered it before Clicker Heroes actually did. Yep. And I think it's sort of interesting because so we have a trademark dispute that happened in China and then Apple's response is to take it down for every single region. 
Like, well, is that a normal thing for them to do? I would probably say so, man. Like, because I don't know if they necessarily. I mean, obviously they have region specific app stores or whatever. But if you publish a game and you select to publish it in all regions, and then you you get a message saying, "Oh yeah, look, I have a, I have the patent for that." Then I would say, yeah. Then okay, cool. Well, it's down for everybody. Like it's sort of interesting to me because, like their update and the resolution to the whole story is that Apple decided they're going to reinstate the game in regions other than China. So it's like, it's like, huh. So if they were willing to do that in the first place, I don't really understand why their first step is just like screw you everywhere. Well, maybe it was an automated thing. Like uh, YouTube's ridiculous copyrights thing. Oh, well, it, could, like, it could also be like a they don't know who came out first type of thing. Yeah. Right. It's just sort of yeah. It's it's sort of weird that that uh, because like if if it was the opposite way and there's like. Uh, disputing trademark in America, but this other company had the game in China before, like, where they, like, could this guy have gone and gotten the Chinese game taken off the App Store first? Probably. It showed up in... On, I don't know, like, man. Maybe, maybe he needs to have home turf advantage for that, though. Yeah, no. I can see that. See, but you can't have home turf advantage, though, because then that shows, like, a bias of... Then that will get Apple in trouble, right? Because if if Apple's like, well, I mean, it's an American company, so huh, fuck you. We're gonna give this guy precedence over you. Then that's gonna be like some crazy legal ba- battle between like Apple and the rest of the world for publishing rights to the Apple Store. I think the same thing would have happened had it been the opposite way, right? Like if if um, Clicker Heroes had the 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 patent for it here and they saw it on the chinese market and they were like you know what we really don't want that over there and they petitioned apple and said hey we have the patent for this take it down apple probably would have taken it down but we'll never know but the company obviously doesn't give a shit about what's in the the chinese market because they're not republishing their game over there but right. if anything, this is a this is a lesson in that if you're going to publish a game in a region, uh, it's going to be sure stolen. You, well, get grab the patent, get your trademark for whatever region you're publishing it in, because well, I mean, so that happen in other regions. So that's an interesting thing because so I'll start by saying I don't know exactly how how the trademark system works in China, but I would bet you anything. If you don't have any physical presence in China, I bet you can't get a trademark. Yeah, that's I mean, why. That's true. That's why Tencent is here, and Tencent's willing to throw their money everywhere yeah. to help God. out companies get their games registered in China, only there's for a, the small price of your soul. I mean, I'm just saying, and just, all of your American customers' data. No, man, uh, I was watching that crappy new Terminator trailer. It looks like shit. And then I, I saw Tencent pictures. I was like, oh, my God. God damn and, it. And then I told Mitch, and Mitch is like, yeah, apparently there's a lot of movies that they do. I was like, holy shit. Wait, so if I go to the Terminator movie, 
does that mean that the Chinese government will know what kind of movies I like to watch? No. So the um, what they're doing, right? And 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 I, I mean, okay, I don't have like physical proof of this, but uh, I I made up a story about a guy that I know that works in the industry who told me, and um, okay, they're okay. putting they're putting subliminal messaging in uh in the movies and so you know how you know like that old uh family guy skit where there's subliminal messaging where it's like smoke it's it's like that it just it tells it's you to just, hail dear leader <laughs> it says china number one china number one yeah it's over and over yeah so if you want subliminal messaging um the new terminator uh wonder woman is uh 10 cent pictures Venom, Bumblebee, Kong, Skull, Skull Island, uh, the new Top Gun, some movie called L Storm, which looks like a Chinese movie, and another one called Our Shining Days. Those are the pictures out so far by Tencent. Uh, everything you said, I don't give a fuck about, which is great. Wonder Woman was good. Mm, it's okay. Wonder Woman was good. I heard Venom sucks, but I want to see it. I the, thought Venom the was ending, good. The ending to Wonder Woman prevents it from being good in my book. That's why it's okay. Yeah, the ending did, was kind of cheesy, yeah, wasn't like, it? You Do guys are really, you guys are super important. They are super important because they, they, you have to have a good beginning, a decent middle, and a good ending. And it, it doesn't have to be like a, a happy ending. Like I said before, one of my favorite pieces of media is Evangelion, which is the most depressing thing ever. It's just that it was a disappointing last battle, a disappointing villain, and a disappointing ending, and so it made the it made the whole package for me simply okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder yeah. if, if part of that was because of Ten Cent's influence in what makes a good movie in China. Well, uh, probably there are certain things that you know. You can't do to get your your thing in China. You can't have blood, for example, or skulls. So that could have limited her pool of villains. You know, she's got some magic type villains like Felix Faust, who often sometimes looks like a a skeleton, depending on what version of your you're using. He's also he also crosses over with Constantine too. Mm. So yeah, maybe Ares is, was the the low hanging fruit. I don't know. And then they had the lamest looking areas ever, which is fine, I guess. So, yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if that's as you want to see my personality, like to me, I look at the whole package. Like if, if one, one thing falls short, it's not, it's no longer a good movie. It's simply just an okay movie for me. It's not a bad movie. It's just not, it's not great. Cause it's just there's a movie. Yeah. There's nothing. There's this, this little blemish at the end that, that kind of brings down the whole vibe. You know, or a blemish in the middle that brings a whole vibe. <laughs> Last Jedi. You know, that whole Canto Blight scene? Like, or Bright, or whatever the fuck it was called? Oh, you mean the whole movie was bad? The whole I think movie that's what was you bad. Mean. Yeah, but, you know, if they had a good ending, a good middle, or a good beginning, a good ending, that middle scene would have ruined the movie regardless. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really that one person. Like, yeah, that, but I like that one part, so I like the whole movie. Like, I'm not like that at all. <laughs> That's fair. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can see that, but at the same time, I'm like, just because the movie has like one bad scene doesn't ruin the movie for me, though. 
didn't say the movie was ruined. I didn't say it was uh, bad. I said it was simply okay. Yeah. It 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 make like there are things that can happen in movies that will make it not a great film. It, it makes it just a like a normal, you know, popcorn flick film. You recommend to your friends to go watch once and that's about it. Like I've watched Wonder Woman once. I've never had a desire to go back and see it again. Cause I know that ending it's gonna lead up to that point where like, man, there's all these good parts and then there's that stupid ass fucking lame ending where they did that with that lame fight, like, you know. That's like Man of Steel has the opposite. To me, Man of Steel starts out pretty good, gets really lackluster in the middle, and then ends on that DBZ fight, and then kind of is then it's kind of shitty with the I killed Zod thing. So it's like a mixed bag of a movie. So when I go watch and watch Man of Steel, I just watch the fight scenes. He killed Zod. That was important to him. You know, when I watched that movie originally, the significance I saw was totally different. Because you know how, like, at the end, he's, like, lasering, he's getting ready to kill the kids? Yeah. Like, the it was, like, a mother and her kid or whatever. Well, like, when he kills Zod, if you notice, like, he cracks his neck. Yeah. In a way that would have sent the, uh, that would have sent the laser eyes towards the kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, and there's also, like, smoke and dust in the corner of the screen in the next scene. So, like, not only was I like, oh, my God, Superman just killed somebody. It was also, like, Superman just sacrificed an innocent to solve the problem. Well, which also, is way o- over his character. But no one else seemed to think that that's what happened. But I still believe that that's what happened in that scene. One thing I, I think audiences miss sometimes, too, and I'm not one of them. Uh, Superman and Zod killed a bunch of fucking people during that fight. A bunch right. of people. Batman <laughs> understood that. Yeah, just because, like, people didn't die on screen doesn't mean they didn't die. Like, yeah, so Superman, he he, ain't Chris, he wasn't the Christopher Reeve Superman where he would save everybody, you know. So. I don't know what you're talking about, man. The, the city was evacuated, and there were no other civilians. Didn't, and, you, didn't you see how mad Batflick was? Yeah, Batflick was mad because he now there's this there's this Superman dude who has actual powers instead of money. And so Batflick's all upset because he's getting one up and he realizes that he's becoming useless. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be it. Well, I don't think so. I think he's mad because Superman killed some kids. All right, let's 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 uh, let's ask a tough question then. So, uh, Tencent in China has a lot of fingers in our entertainment media across all spectrums. Um, I haven't heard them uh, if they have their their t- their fingers in music or not. Besides whatever they produce locally, which is interesting, we should look into that. But how do you think our entertainment will change over the years, based on who's who's bankrolling it? Um, I think it, I think it already is. I think that the, that there is already a, um, a a change in, in, or starting to be a change in, uh, the way like movies are produced and everything like that. And they're being made more so for the audience, the Chinese audience, because they are such a bigger audience than us. And I, I had a good example because I was thinking about this the other day and I don't remember 
right now off the top of my head what it was. But I know well, like I, go ahead. Um oh no, I was just gonna say like uh Avengers, for example, right? The new endgame came out and it did so much more money overseas than it did here. And so I I am in no way doubting that media is gonna change that way. And if anything, it's just it just reaffirms what Firefly predicted all those years ago. That we're gonna we're gonna go into like this. We're gonna be Chinese. We're gonna go into like this, yeah, this this Chinese world where Maybe. everybody speaks Chinese and I think I think yeah. the Firefly mythos, wasn't it that like there was a giant world war and like China and America fought it out until they just kind of like took over everything? I mean, and then China won or something. Is that really that far fetched? I no, I, like, it's I not. <laughs> right? it's, ter- it's kind of terrifying to be honest, <laughs> right? Because like the idea of like so like it, I I honestly think it's like the po- worst possible case scenario is like the idea of like the Western democracies collapsing under their own idiotic Facebook posty weight, like. Like, oh, my God, like when we give people when we give people the ability to think freely, all they do is post pictures of cats and talk about stupid things online. Um, But because like China's society is pretty not open, like people just get disappeared in China when they say the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Having a bunch of having a bunch of countries all of a sudden pop up, like even if they're even if China doesn't take over, or if it turns into like satellite countries where the governments are very similar to how China is, like that's kind of terrifying to be honest. It, wasn't it one of you t- that told me that in PUBG, when you kill someone, they they get on their knees, wave at you, and turn to a box? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, is that a thing? <laughs> no, I you know what I heard it on Bellular. Bellular was talking about. China's influence on the gaming, and he had said that in PUBG, in, Chi- in Chinese PUBG, when you die, you don't. There's no blood. It's just you. The character goes underneath, waves, and turns into a box. Oh my god, that's hilarious! What is up with what is up with like the Western culture versus the Eastern cultures? Like difference, in, like I just find it so interesting that we're to like. In um, in the U.S., we're totally cool with like violence and blood and everything, but like sexuality is totally faux pas. But like, well, in Eastern cultures, it seems it a lot of time. Actually, China, it's both, but yeah, like in Japan, for instance, it's the opposite. Yeah, but Japan when it would still it still allows things like blood, just not like excessive amounts of gore. So yeah, I actually when we're done with this podcast, I'll show it to you. I found a video of the character dying, getting on her knees, and waving. So we got to look at that, but nice. I don't know. Um, you know, China is a way more authoritarian, authoritative regime. So I don't know, but I'm wondering too, if this has been since like Tencent and China's had their fingers in movies for a long time, if this is why everything feels so washed and corporate to me, I just thought it was just the corporations doing it, but oh, are they just doing it so they can get it snuck into China? Well, it's sort of, it could be. Or maybe they're sanitizing everything so it'll work for a global market. Yeah. Because it's not just does it work in the United States anymore. Like Mitch said, like you get 
300,000, $300 million from America, but then you get $600 million from the rest of the world. So if you're going to make a movie, yes, you still want the American dollars, but you also have to make it work for everywhere else. Yep. Which is probably why I, I feel like the most shocking media I've seen, the things I've tried the new things and done things differently to me is, is Japan. I feel like they just, they, I get surprised more by them than we do the stuff that we get over here. It's, everything here is just feels very safe. Well, so I think the th- some things that are over here that are like good is I think that is it's probably the same reason why stuff in Japan is good. It's because the things in Japan they're just they're exporting their culture mm-hmm. versus try versus a versus like a big global corporate company making yeah. something that works for everybody. So like there's definitely films over here that were like made just made just here and it just gets exported and it has a very American flavor to it that can be good. Less so these days though, right? You would say? Yeah, I think you have to get more into indie films to find yeah. that kind of stuff to be honest. Like Ooh. if it's stuff by the big companies, it's it's definitely gonna have a it's definitely gonna have an element of sanitization to it. Yeah, which is kind of sad when when you think about it, right? Because it's, I was um, looking at an article the other day, and it was talking about like the the reason that the like economy, the next crash or whatever, could happen, and um, and the reason that that we're heading the way that we are isn't because of how people are spending money, but it has to do with uh, corporate greed. And I feel like that's very prevalent, prevalent, and relevant. That's that word I just came up with. Coined, patent, pending China. Uh, they uh, they're submitted in China too. <laughs> right? Otherwise, someone's gonna get it. Uh, like because of all the corporate greed and all these, all the all the companies right now are making decisions based off of like what's gonna make them the most amount of money. Right. And so mm-hmm. when you when you talk about EA as a publisher, they want to go through and, and make a game um, like look at the anthem that came out. Right. They they're like, OK, we're going to have microtransactions. We're going to have a, a subscription game service. We're going to have all this shit that's in here to try to like rake people money. Uh, you have the, you know, the games like Hearthstone and where they're just they're geared towards the whales, the people that are going to spend a shit ton of money and you have it potentially bleeding over into our media where TV shows and movies are made to where they're going to bring in the most amount of money over the world. And it just kind of like you lose a lot. And that's that's what sucks because you don't people people aren't just uh, unless you go to like the indie, right? Um, indie comics, indie movies, indie music, games. indie games. So great. Right? Like, th- these are the people that are making games because they have a passion for it. And they yeah. have a passion for making the best game or bringing their idea or creativity to life. Um, and you have these other companies that are. I mean, I, I feel like some people at the company, I'm not going to like throw everybody under the bus, right? I feel like uh, if you look at World of Warcraft, for example, the developers of World of Warcraft or 
or even Ian um, has a Costas. Has a Costas, right? He, I, I feel like he has the the game's best interest at heart. But then you have uh, Activision overhead being like, "Okay, cool. That's that's awesome that you have that in mind." But also make sure <laughs> make sure you add more store mounts this this month because we need more store mounts. And I don't know, man. I mean, like, you gotta make money. Yeah, but like, it's the difference between it. There's a difference between having to make money and having to make like the most amount of money, right? Yeah, like all the money. Like, here's where our our discourse is. We've lost the the argument. Like, the argument back in the day with WoW, for example, was I pay fifteen dollars a month for that piece of shit. Not that it's a piece of shit. That's my that's my hyperbolic language. But like, I should get what I should get for you know, over a hundred dollars a year on top of, you know, the game that you had to play. WoW used to give you a free month too when you bought an expansion. They don't even do that anymore. Nope. Like, so I pay full price for an expansion now and I still pay $15 a month and I'm still expected to shell out cash for, you know, stuff that should probably already be in the game, like the store mounts, like, that's the one argument I do see. Like I see common among the some of the wild people I follow that I know Mitch also follows, and most of them are pretty much against storm outs. Yeah, I um, mean even yeah, Taliesin, who's kind of a he's more of a uh, uppity guy. Like he's more positive. He's like, I don't fucking like storm outs. Sorry, go ahead. See the thing I the thing I see about that specifically is like we've talked about it before. How we think like gamers are really bad at like impulse control uh, he, right uh, well because it'll be because we'll get all this outcry like oh my god like how dare they charge 14 dollars for a storm out uh i'm gonna to try 20 <laughs> un- yeah 20 dollars whatever like unsub i hate this game and then like five minutes later like well i mean they just have those really cool freaking flames coming off the horses yeah hooves i mean i guess i'll, I'll get it this time it's like so people are buying it otherwise they wouldn't do it right I, i've never bought it i yes. know but it's like who like if everyone's upset about them adding all these add-ons to all these games like why who, where where's everyone I, when I actually, like they're making millions of dollars off of people buying yeah. this stuff off these games like what's where's that I actually, disconnect i actually think it's probably the same as it is in the mobile market and it's very true that very um there is numbers for um, Candy Crush and a couple other big uh, mobile games, and it's a very small percentage of people who actually pay their bills. The people who do pay it are the whales, like Mitch said. And I imagine it's the same for WoW. I bet you the vast majority of people don't pay for those things. They might only t- the only time they probably do it is like when Mitch bought that boat. And the only reason Mitch bought the boat is because he got six months of a subscription or whatever. Yeah. You buy a boat, Mitch. Yeah, well, they had a they had a deal where if you sub to WoW for six months, you get one of their you you their get boats. like this boat mount or whatever, and then and which was actually kind of funny because they said that you get this boat mount, and then later when the six month subscription deal runs out, like after six months, basically they're going to put the boat into the store, and. uh and so everyone was up in arms being like, oh, you're trying to get subscriptions, like blah, 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 blah. And uh, I just bought it because I'm like, well, I'm going to be sub for six months anyway. So, yeah, fuck it. Give me the mount. 
and everyone they was, weren't even happy about that and then everyone was pissed off about the mountain being like a sub only thing and <laughs> why is it a sub only thing why isn't it in the store so i can buy it like god right damn it, and then guys. and then follow up six months later they added it to the store and everyone's like what well, i thought this was with a subscription exclusive like what the fuck uh no we we clearly said it was gonna be uh in the in the store guys like come on yeah so like the we've lost the argument because yeah the reason why people don't like it it feels like you already asked for so much money but now you're asking for all the money but we've let them ask for all the money well and i don't like i said i don't want to say that to everybody i actually do think it's a small percentage of people that that keep them going with those things yeah well like i wonder i wonder if like we're all thinking about it wrong right because if i if i go to a store and I buy a vacuum cleaner. I'm just going to pick the b- most boring thing I could possibly buy. So I buy a vacuum cleaner and the base vacuum cleaner comes in a box and it comes with a couple attachments and some cool things. But like most most vacuum cleaners, depending on how much you paid for it, don't typically come with a couple attachments that you might need and you can buy them separately or I can buy like I can buy extra shit for it. Right. But I don't have to because the base product is a vacuum that does the thing that I want it to do. So like I guess my I guess my point is it's like are we are we upset that the base game that they're selling us doesn't include all these features? Or are we just upset that we're not getting all these extra features that someone had to actually work on to well, well that if cost the, money if the you vacuum if you if the vacuum you, you bought cost you an additional $15 a month, you better be getting those attachments sent to you, by the way. So right. in, in WoW's case, the fact that you pay an extra $15 a month and then they put uh, all the coolest mounts are the store mounts and all the ones that are in the expansion are fucking lame horses on the Alliance side. Yeah, I can see people getting a little mad about that because you are paying a premium subscription every month. It isn't like I bought WoW for 60 bucks and it's free like Guild Wars, you know, and then Guild Wars then... Yeah you know, has a cash shop attached to it. Like, are they still pretty, are they still pretty bad about doing updates? Cause the whole thing about your subscription is that you're getting like a bunch of updates throughout the time before the next expansion happens and all the server maintenance. It's like the, the whole handshake deal of like, well, I'm going to pay $14 a month, but in exchange I get like, what do you even get anymore? I guess is my question. Yeah. I mean, there's content patches, right? So when the expansion comes out, it's, there's a an entire story that goes with the expansion, but it's released in waves. So they like um, right now we're in a ver- the version eight of WoW, and so eight point came out when the expansion came out, and then however many days later or a couple months later, eight point one came out, which was a content patch. Uh, eight point one eight point one point five came out, which was a content patch. That's what we're currently on. Um, 8.2 is coming out in the sometime near future, which is another big content patch. And then eventually, I think that's the last one, isn't it? Isn't 8.2 the last content patch before uh, 8.3? I think is it okay? You well, usually there's an, there's a point three. Um, I think. Well, so the like, remember how like there was all that planned content for the last expansion that had problems like this, and they just scrapped it. Did it? I don't remember. Yeah, so Warlords of Draenor actually had an entire uh, patch tier of raid content that they cut because the subscribers dropped so much so they rushed Legion. Oh. 
Yeah, well, that's interesting. That, yeah, but Drainer was kind of shitty. Well, BFA is kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> well, BFA. See, BFA has a different problem though. BFA is shitty not because of the story. The story is pretty good, but it's well, no, the, nobody. Nobody plays WoW for the story. Like I know. Uh, they don't. You know how many people I know that play WoW don't know anything about the fucking lore. I think you're the only person I know. Maybe maybe like other friends. I'm not going to mention name on podcast, but yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I'm not saying I'm I'm wondering if they might rush that though. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe. Um I don't know. It I guess I don't they they might they might not. It I guess I we'll just kind of have to see how it goes. Uh cuz usually like usually there are there's like 22-ish months between expansions. So it's basically every 2 years you get an expansion. And yeah. and there's you know Two or three, I guess we'll say, content patches in between that, and so that's what you're paying for with the, with your fifteen fifteen dollars a month is the continued development and bug improvements and patches and you know all that dev time and stuff like that that they do to add to the expansion that you've already paid for, which is fine, but I don't I don't know like. There's, there is, that was back when, you know, before there was a cash shop and now there's a cash shop and, uh, I, I am of the same opinion. Like, don't get me wrong. Like there are still a bunch of cool mounts in the cash shop and I I don't, I've only bought the one, I think, um, even though there's a couple others that I would like to have and I'm definitely of the opinion of. You know, if I'm if I'm going to be paying fifteen dollars a month, at least give me a way to 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 earn it earn in it game. In game, and yeah, and people do make the here's the here's the kind of the caveat to that though too, is that uh, you can use gold that you earn in game to uh, to transfer gold into your Blizzard balance. And then you can use like a Blizzard gift card basically to buy those mounts. So there technically is a way to earn them in game, but it's not like I don't know. I feel like they're it's not the same. Not the same. If they're if they're going to release kind of time investment, is that though? I don't I know. Like to get the amount of gold that would be required. Um. So one one WoW token is worth fifteen dollars in game currency. Um. And when I was playing at the beginning of BFA, uh, I think I played for like two months, maybe, and I earned enough gold to buy two WoW tokens. I don't, I don't, I haven't played since, so I don't know what the economy is like now. Because uh, it, it varies depending on like how you're going to make gold and everything. So that's and population yeah, too. It's a very, it's a very hard. And if there's a new raid tier. I've all, I've heard yeah. though that it's not like if you're playing and you're you're actively playing the game, it's not hard to earn enough gold to at least pay for your WoW subscription every month because that's what you can do as well. And so there's that you know piece of it. Um, but I don't know. I I I almost feel that as they kind of go on maybe they should take a look at a potential like um tiered subscription list 
where you have maybe three different versions of a subscriber and you know like a free version the $15 a month version that gets a little bit of benefits and maybe like 20 bucks a month and then at 20 bucks a month you get mounts or so I don't know that could be interesting right well I think people I'm, would you, know, you, you don't think people would just be upset that now oh you have a thing behind a thing and now I'm mad about well, that well maybe they're hoping the wow classic will shut up people like us up because you know i've actually kind of changed my my stance a bit on microtransactions it used to be if it was just cosmetic i didn't care now i'm kind of like i only accept it in free-to-play games i honestly kind of think it's a bullshit tactic yeah after having to deal with it for the last five years and paid video games it's it's kind of annoying i agree i mean i i am willing to deal with it for for free to play games and and I'm willing to deal with it for free to play games if it especially if it's a good free to play game because I like for me most free a lot of free to play games are like more of the indie style of ones or whatever and so it gives me a way of like oh yeah I I enjoyed your game here you go developer take some money because I'm enjoying this I've put I've put as much time as I would a $60 title so here you go right uh but with things like like wow that i'm not currently subscribed to i have a hard time spending more money than the 15 dollars a month that i spend to you know only sometimes play the game anyway because it's not like i have that much time to play wow all the time anyway yeah and um i don't know it's it's going to be interesting too because uh that loot box legislation apparently has got bipartisan support now it started out with a Republican introducing it, but now there's Dems on the other side of the aisle supporting it. Oh, which... yeah. So they've been pissing people off and pushing the envelopes, and now now they're going to get legislated. That's that's sort of interesting. Do you think it's at, do you think it's actually going to... Nah, I doubt it. Start, start getting traction? Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Because in, their, in the bylaws, they, they call it gambling. Like, they're saying it's a gambling thing. They're 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 pushing pretty hard on uh, this. This is gambling, and this affects children, which is kind of scary in a little bit. I mean, it does. Um, I I prefer yeah, but I per- personally would prefer the government not get involved. I wish the companies would be more responsible so this shit wouldn't happen. Because let's say this gets passed and they have to rechange whatever, and then the next busybody comes and says, "Okay, cool, now let's get them for violence again or something stupid." You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have any I don't have any proof of that, but. Um, basically the legislation is summarized to be if the game is designed to be targeted towards minors you have to basically like change that I don't know see I feel like that's so um, broad it's so broad yeah it, it, it's just going to be so hard so easy to get around you know yeah like how yeah. like who who's going to sit there and define what how are we going to have to have a new like uh regulation authority that deals with that decides whether or not a game is targeted towards minors i mean i think we already have one if they just use they all games already have go through the rating process right and so if it's rated they would, they would just add to it oh, right well or if it's rated if it's rated t for teen or lower like bam yeah if it's if hit. it's rated m then you're fine if your if your rating is not m then you can't have those you know what? that shit in it. 
You know what? I'd be fine with that. You know why? Because that would that would mean that the game wouldn't be able to release in China because it has because it has blood and gore <laughs> in it, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I I understand what you're saying, and and that it's like a slippery slope, right? And so we yeah. don't we don't want. On the one hand, we don't want like one legislation to pave the way for other potential ones that could be bad. But like, I don't think that this is a bad one. Like, I I I don't like loot boxes, and I am 100% okay with people saying, "Yeah, no, you you can't have loot boxes." They're already, in games. They're already regulated in like three countries already. Yeah. Well, because like they're Belgium bad, is man. one of them. Like yeah. it is it. It is a, a a psychology thing when you when you start getting your kids, you know, kids playing this game and they're going through and and like opening up these loot boxes and they get that that dopamine rush of, you know, from opening the box and seeing all the colors and like, oh, man, what did I get? What did I get? And, you know, now you go to you go to like conventions and there's however many. Uh, retailers at conventions selling loot boxes at conventions that you're just okay you're you're providing it to the kids even more now and to where i i'm curious how many people are going to have gambling problems that are growing up on these loot boxes when these kids grow up and they hit eight you know they turn 18 or whatever and they can go to the casinos and and start gambling and or is it 21 whatever whatever the age is 21 it's 21. Okay, that one, that age. When you when they turn 21 and they can go to the casinos for the first time and, you know, all of a sudden they just dropped $1,000 on a slot machine because they have no impulse control because they've been growing up that way. It's a problem. So I, I understand, I guess my point is, I understand where it's coming from and and I don't disagree with it. Yeah, um... It'll be interesting to happen because in the same legislation, there's uh, there's language that uh, they can't have pay to win mechanics in the game either. See, that's good too. Fuck pay yeah. to win mechanics because that was that one's even more addictive than just like the loot box of of just like cosmetics. Yeah, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see it happens. Like that, I always talk about in this podcast, but that Bellular guy has a good video on it, so we'll see what happens. But uh, quit pushing the fucking line, guys. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why it's just like, we need to get as much money as fucking possible until the hammer comes down. Go. Right. Well, right. And the idea, like I do, I, I do understand the idea of like, if you're targeting it towards kids, like the kids aren't paying for it. It's the fucking parents. And half the time it's like, mom, can I just like, you know, give me, give me your credit card. Give me your credit card. You know, yeah. it's like, they don't know what the hell is going on. Seems that it's it. Yeah, the argument may argument for legislation makes more sense when you say, like, if it's targeted towards kids. And if they were to if they were to do it in a way where they actually define it as just straight up. If your game has an M rating, you're OK. If your game doesn't have an M rating, you're affected by this. Like, I would be OK if that was the actual delimiter and not some kind of like arbitrary thing. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens, man. I, I, yeah. I honestly, the, they'll probably lobby the fuck out of it. It probably won't go anywhere. 
Or they'd just be like, it's a fucking video game. Like some old guys just like, it's a fucking video game. They're all for kids. Like, oh, right? damn, we're all fucked. That's one. <laughs> I think that was actually brought up in his video, believe it or not. So who knows? You know, and then maybe it, as like a point towards uh, all these publishers that are raking people for money, maybe do a, do something good with all the money that you're trying to get and uh, invest in some, like take some risks, invest in some indies, invest in like, like if, 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 if Blizzard was like, oh yeah, I'm going to take all this money from the WoW subscription and cash shop and everything like that and all this extra money because we want to, we know this is successful and we're getting all this money and we want to, we want to also try this other game. Right. And uh, it may or may not be good, but like, fuck it. We're going to throw in some, we're going to throw in a bunch of our money into our developers and, and we're going to try out this new, this new IP and like, it may work, it may fail, whatever. Like I would, that is an okay reason, I think. Yeah. And so it'd be like, God damn it. But why do you still charge for mounts? Hey, Mitch, what up? Are you ready for the next Modern Warfare game? I'm so ready for that game. You know what it's going to be? What? It's the fourth installment in Modern Warfare. It's going to be called Modern Warfare. Ooh. I've never heard of that game before. (laughs) So apparently after having run out of ideas, uh, our friends... Our friends over at the Call of Duty devs have decided they're going to do a soft reboot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Maybe this time they're gonna it'll be it'll be the Chinese that are invading instead of the Russians. No, man, then they then they can't uh, they can't sell the game in China then. And in China, they'll call the invaders Koreans. There you go. There you go. You fixed it. Fixed it. They'll call it. They'll call it those people. <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, apparently people are confused because uh, or laughing. I don't know, because the first Modern Warfare game was the fourth Call of Duty game, right? So it was called Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. Yep. And then they released two more Modern Warfare games. And so now we're on the fourth Modern Warfare game, which is just Call of Duty Modern Warfare, not to be confused with Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That's the first game. And the fourth game is titled like the first game, but the first game is titled like the fourth game. Yeah. Don't worry. It all makes sense and when like, you play the games. I don't know. Is the, is the problem that I'm getting old? Because I feel like, I guess the game came out in 2007. Is it too early to do a reboot of that franchise? Especially when they've been making sequels to it. Right, like I kind of feel that way because they've been constantly making new content for that series. For Modern Warfare, specifically? They made sequels to it. Well, yeah. Yeah. But that was like, I don't know, I mean, the first game came out, that was 12 years ago. It's a long time. Yeah. When's the the latest Modern Warfare come out, though? Let's see. I don't know. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Do you guys even play those games? I don't play them. Oh my god. So the latest, like Modern Warfare 3 came out in 2011. Yeah, man, that was eight years ago. It's a long time ago. Oh, it's so it's time to do a it's time to do a reboot. It's been gone long enough. So like 
dude, the Modern Warfare games were actually really good. Like if you're like that was back when my my gaming was exclusive to just an Xbox at my TV. So this was this was totally first person console shooter. First person Tim. Yep. And like I actually like as short as the story is, they actually did a really good job with the stories in that game. And I thought the like the multiplayer is super fun. Like you had plenty of like the games are great, in my opinion. Yeah, but the guys who made the good stories went to and formed up respawn, so you won't have that in the new game. Yeah. Well that's why I'm gonna buy the the Jedi game that they're gonna make. Yeah. But so buy Jedi yes. game, don't buy Modern Warfare. Yeah, so Modern Warfare four, Modern Warfare one reboot. Like I'm just curious, are they are they actually just gonna tell the same story or are they like gonna actually try to tell a different story? Um I don't know. I I I can see them not telling the same story. And partly because if they reboot one, then they're probably going to reboot two. And if they reboot two and they don't have the airport level, (laughs) people are going to get real upset. They're going to get real upset. But if they add the airport level, they're they're going to get get real upset. upset. Yeah. And so and remember that controversy, like how bad that was. Did you do you know? Did you hear about that, Jason? What? Did you didn't play it? The airport level in that game? I never played it. Okay, I remember so, the controversy around it. Like, I've never typically been a fan of of the Call of Duty games. Um, I don't have anything against bitch. them, but I do remember the the controversy about it because you like you you played as Russians and you mowed down an entire airport or something. Yeah, so it, it gave you the option to go in. You're in an airport as a Russian terrorist, basically, and like when you go in, you go into the airport, you have the option of basically killing all the all the civilians that were in the airport waiting to get on planes. And, uh, you know, when, I don't know, Modern Warfare 2 came out in the early days, it was like 2009 or something. So I was a little teenager. So I, you know, I killed everybody. Uh, and uh, you got to fit in with your terrorist buddies. Right. But I don't know. I feel like if that, if they put that level in the game now and a new game, I don't, I don't know how that would go over. Like it was horrifying in two thousand nine. Yeah. Like that game got straight up banned in a bunch of countries. And then in the American version, they made it they were like, You're about to experience something extremely disturbing. Would you like to skip this level? It won't affect gameplay. And it's like, wait, what? And then me, I'm just like, Well, obviously not. I I wanna see something disturbing. Right. That just makes you want to play it more. No, so it's we were just talking about this in the last segment. They aren't it's they can't one up it. So what they'll do is they'll have everybody have squirt guns and they'll shoot everybody with squirt guns and then they all will get on the ground on their knees and wave and turn to boxes. <laughs> no, it's they're gonna have nerf guns and then it's just gonna turn out to this huge nerf war with all the civilians going into like the room and they like there's like a nerf armory and they can get all the nerf guns and then it's just like this really fun war and then everyone becomes best friends and the game ends yeah they like shake hands and they hug yeah and then that's when you see the real title of the game is called modern friendship 
Modern Tra- Friendship 4. Yep. Rainbow Edition. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. That's, yeah. Oh, man. Reboots suck. Like, we're getting into that time where, like, there's reboots on things, and I'm just like, oh, like, I remember playing that. Like, oh, man, it's been too long. Crap. I'm getting old. Like, it's getting upsetting. Well, I, yeah, okay, so uh, another thing that we kind of talked about in, in that other segment was corporate greed, right? And I, I feel like these reboots are a symptom of corporate greed. It's a, totally. it, it's a thing of, well, we don't know what to make. We don't have any more good ideas right now. Well, fuck it. Let's just remake something that we already have. Which is hilarious to me because the entire concept of modern warfare was lifted off of Red Dawn. Was it? You know? Like the whole, like, Russians invading America. Oh. Like that. storyline for it, yeah. Storyline for it is like, oh, it's Red Red Dawn. (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean... Um, It was inspired by fuck you. (laughs) I think that they did that, though. I mean, they needed a story, right? So they they did kind of do the Red Dawn thing for the story of Modern Warfare. But the thing I liked about Modern Warfare when it came out was the previous... Call of Duty games were um, old. They were, you know, World War II era style games or whatever. And so Modern Warfare was the first game that came out where you're using more up-to-date weaponry and 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 shit. And so that was like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But the problem is they tried to do Call of Duty advanced warfare whatever the hell it was didn't that game do really bad yeah is that the one that had kevin spacey in it yeah i think so and it was like future and it had kevin spacey and kevin spacey was popular i'm, look, at the time. I'm looking for people to molest yeah yeah go it's shoot like, go shoot people and get them back here for me yeah oh i see you played it too <laughs> downvote <laughs> on that game for using kevin spacey <laughs> At the time, you're like, oh my god, we got the, the, the House of Cards guy. It's the right. House of Cards guy. He's so he's, great. There could be anything wrong with him. He does such a good job of playing of playing someone who's a psycho. <laughs> Couldn't be anything wrong with him. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but didn't that game do really bad? I don't know. I I don't know. Or, didn't meet expectations, I guess, because like if this game was released under any other studio, they'd be like, sweet, we did a good job. Let's make another game. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, that was that was released back in the time where I wasn't following how games did. I just mm. either, I either I either just played them or didn't play them, depending on how stupid they were. Well, on a stupid scale, how stupid was that one? It was pretty dumb. I got it because I thought it was going to be cool, and I played like 10 minutes or so. It it wasn't very good. 10 minutes? Yeah. For $60? Yeah. Maybe Damn. I rented it. I might have rented it. I, I hope you rented it because that's an expensive 10 minutes. Right? Holy shit. 
Uh, let's see. Retail sales of Warfare were down 27% on 2000- 2013's Call of Duty Ghost. So it was still the top selling game in US retail for 2014. Yeah, but see, so is that it really well? Is that really like I don't know if that means it did well because there's a lot of people that really like Call of Duty games. And so it could have been really bad and people bought it because they're like, oh man, another Call of Duty because, you know, there's a lot of people that buy Call of Duty games. And so it can be the number one selling game. I could easily see it becoming the number one selling game. And then everyone, it it's just the player base drops off after that because they're like, oh man, this is shit. I mean, I guess I'll take it back to GameStop, but that doesn't mean right the publisher didn't get the money oh little tidbit this game is where press f to pay respects came from yep oh yeah that's hilarious yeah i knew that was from a call of duty game i didn't know which one i didn't remember which one though <laughs> on the pc version the particular prompt read press f to pay respects yeah <laughs> that's funny Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm interest I'm interested in what they're gonna do with a modern warfare game, and I might I'm, just check it out just I'm because not. I suck. You do suck, and I I'll continue not playing Call of Duty games because I've never played any of them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, maybe Mitch will play it with me. I mean, maybe it's on. It'll probably be on the Blizzard launcher, so that means I have to buy it. Ooh. No man, That's by the time true. by that time they'll have Derp Sneak Three out, and you'll be playing that instead, and it'll be its own thing, and it won't be on a Blizzard launcher. It'll be its own launcher. Oh, that's true. They are breaking up. That's actually kind of exciting for me because, uh, you know, Destiny 2 was actually a really fun game. I, I enjoyed it, and so I hope that they take their time with three and actually do well. Yeah, you know, you think about it, guys. Your Blizzard launcher is going to be so cluttered or cluttered up with Call of Duty games. You're gonna have to buy them all while I laugh at your uh, ADD or no OCD. Yeah. Can't <laughs> you? They need to come out with a subscription for the Blizzard launcher, or just like a thing where it just auto buys anything that comes out on the Blizzard launcher, and they just take my credit card and just automatically buy stuff. Like, I don't even own every game on the Blizzard launcher. Can I? Can I just um, have a Battle.net subscription, and I'll give them twenty bucks a month. And then I just get any game that they come out with, including DLC, and be able See, to play it. I don't even want it to be a subscription. I just want it to be. I I set up a thing where I get a ten percent discount if I agree that whenever a game comes out, I'll just buy it. It just automatically charges my credit card as soon as the pre order is available. Uh, did we talk about impulse control in the last segment? Well, it won't be impulse control because it's going to be automatic, Jason. <laughs> it's it's not gambling because it's automatic (laughs) dumb it's not his impulse he's just signing an agreement it really the game is going to come out be like oh man that game looks stupid i don't want to play that why are they releasing my little thunderclap i have a rule i don't play video game series that have yearly releases so that includes assassin's creed fucking call of duty battlefield any of that stuff Okay, okay. They there tend is, to get bad over time. You should yeah. at least play Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Because that no, one is Black actually really, is really good. good game. That's a really good game. Like the other, the other Assassin's Creed games are actually really shitty and not I've, very good. I, 
I played one I and two. I played Assassin's one and two in the Ezio games, and then three was horseshit, and that's where I stopped, and I'll never play them again. All the Ezio ones were great. So I got the best. I got the best of all the worlds. I got the the best games, and that's that's enough for me. You should play Black Flag. Yeah. It's its own story, Black and it's Flag really, is good. really good. Three, I didn't enjoy very much, yeah, and then was I wasn't able to. I wasn't past that because the next one's Unity, right? Uh, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I tuned it's out, man. France. If I find out a game is yearly, I tune the fuck out. Yeah, because I put what happened a couple times. I got a bunch of those games off of, you know, how they always give away games with graphics cards. Yep. Like I bought a graphics card and then like I also bought a graphics card for my wife. And it was like, oh, I I just got two Assassin's Creed games. I'm like, sweet. I got Black Flag for free at some point for something. I don't yeah. know what they did, but because I, I had bought it when it came out and I played it and I really enjoyed it. And then at some point they're like, oh, yeah, you can get Black Flag for free. And I clicked the button just wondering what it would do. And so now there are two copies of Black Flag in my Ubisoft launcher. Oh, just kind of weird. Well, there you go. Right. Are you going to play it a second time? No, <laughs> it was good oh. the first time. But <laughs> I won't play it a first time. Black Flag's pretty good. I will I will say though, now I think Jason will appreciate this. This is what this is what Black Flag was like. So like I, I don't like all of the side crap that has been in Assassin's Creed games since forever. Um, so I always just kind of like rush through the main game, right? And the problem was you could rush through the main game up until this very end point where it was like the final the final thing in the game is you have to you have to have a like a sea fight with two giant ships oh so you gotta go grind out and upgrade your ship right so i was like fuck that i'm not doing that and i glitched out the game by doing the following i got out of out of range of the ships jumped off the ship and swam onto shore nice. because the trigger the trigger was not to kill the ships the trigger was once you got on shore the next thing happened it was so nice. funny yeah but now now with the assassin's creed odyssey you can just or whatever the fuck it's called you can just buy your upgrades with money with real money yeah uh yeah, they're going to get legislated. God. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, everyone get ready for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. Squirt What's it called? Edition. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Call of modern, Call of Modern Warfare. Call of, Call of Duty doesn't have Kevin Spacey in it. Also, don't buy it. You guys might buy it. I'm telling people not to buy it. I want to die. I might buy it. Don't buy it. I might buy it. I, I actually did read a little bit about this. Apparently, the, the this is due to another Call of Duty project being scrapped. So this is, this is going to be rushed. So it's probably going to suck. So you might not want to buy it. I might probably it. will be a probably will be a remake then, not a new yeah. story. God damn it! Don't buy it. Stop buying things. If it's in the Blizzard launcher, though, no. 
<laughs> so far, so far, I've gotten away with not buying Call of Duty Black Ops. Like, I haven't bought it yet. It's the yeah. only thing I don't own in the, well, yeah, it's one of two things I don't own in the Blizzard launcher. It's a problem. Wait, what's the other buy thing? It. Uh, I haven't pre-ordered Warcraft 3. Oh, yeah, I haven't pre-ordered that either. I mean, I'll get it when it comes out, of, but I don't want to yeah, pre-order it. I, that's I'll a game worth your money. Out. I don't like pre-ordering games. There you go, buy that game. That's a game worth your money. Yeah, I just don't like pre-ordering, because pre-ordering's bad. So, I guess we're going to have to register TMJ in China, so we don't get uh, stolen from. We should probably register it in, in America first. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, technically, Does that we, mean we're gonna have to partner with Tencent. Oh God, <laughs> not doing it, Mitch. You know, I'm okay with not being in China. I don't need to be in China. No. Technically, we have we have a trademark here just by virtue of us like doing stuff under the name. There you go. That's kind of how trademarks oh. work. Ish. Is it? You don't have to register it? I thought you had to register it. I mean, you do if you want to, like, have a paper trail. Oh. Well, there's so, yeah. that. <laughs> well, the story, kids. Uh, fuck Activision. Right? Or... No, we're gonna buy the game. We, were, we all decided in the last segment that we're gonna all buy the game. No. Why am I always a contrarian on this? <laughs> no, you said it too. You said that Warcraft 3 is worth your money. Yeah. Mm. That game, yeah. Not Call of Duty Modern Remakes. And when, <laughs> and when you, in order to get Warcraft 3, you have to buy the game no. that's above it, which will be <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Remakes. Modern Squirt Gun. Dude, wouldn't, it be, <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if they changed the Blizzard launcher so in order to buy the next, the latest game, you had to have all the other games purchased, like leveling up? <laughs> For like for every game that yeah. you own of theirs, they give you like a dollar discount. We give a launcher, right? It's just like you're not at level ten yet. You can't purchase Warcraft three. Fuck you, Epic you, Games. You guys don't got that going. Only get, way to get to level ten is to buy Call of Duty Black Ops four and play it for five hours. I'm Tim Sweeney. We're gonna crowdfund another Epic exclusive. Helps gamify it. With your crowdfund money, we'll buy uh, Elder Scrolls 6. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be an epic around. exclusive. Let's Wait, take I another you... game that's been around for years and make it an exclusive. I thought you had Fortnite money. No, so I'm going to crowdfund the next exclusive. <laughs> we are using all our Fortnite money on this stupid mega sale. <laughs> I could see trolls buying games on purpose just to see how much if they could bankroll them or bankrupt them. <laughs> yeah, because they've got to be losing money on every yeah. sale. Well, they're paying out that to publishers, so. Damn. Damn. Hey, is E3 next week? No, it's the week uh, after that. Week after? Yeah. yeah. That'll be neat. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So. Yay. For us to talk about the new Elder Scrolls game. Elder reveal. Scrolls game. I doubt that'll I doubt they'll reveal it. But who you know, who knows? Didn't they talk about it at GamesCon last year? Is that when they or not last 
Is that when they was it at Gamescom yeah, that they announced? They announced, it, they announced it at E3 um, during their Bethesda oh. conference. Yes, it was oh, last okay. year. But uh, I don't know. I do know if you're on YouTube, you should like and comment or dislike the video. Yep. If you want to subscribe, that's okay. But apparently, YouTube doesn't give a fuck about that. And then, uh, if you're not a YouTube listener, you and you're on the other stuff, just uh, I don't know, rate us on whatever you're listening on. So, yeah, good time. If you're one of the listeners on the website, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. We've actually been pretty heavily uh, on the uh, non-YouTube stuff, which is good. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys Thanks, and ladies. Everyone for your listenership. Is that the mm-hmm. right word? Yeah. Patronage. Yeah. Thank you. Don't buy Modern Warfare. But, uh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Toodles.